0: Folks will often assume, I want it, don't have it, must be self-sabotage, must be an invisible limiting belief. It might be those things. But as soon as you claim or lean into, something's wrong with me, something becomes wrong with you. And it may not have been the original issue. The original issue may have been priorities. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, I'm Mike Dooley, here to remind you once more that your thoughts become things. And I'm going to do it today by dropping another edition of Spiritual Tune-Ups. These were broadcasted live this week, my answers to fellow adventurers' questions about life, dreams, and happiness, and each one took 5, 10, or 15 minutes. We've sewn them all together for your viewing and listening. Enjoyment, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Jumbo Fellow Adventures, it's Mike Dooley, time for a spiritual tune-up. So here's a great question that has universal appeal, how to have more money. Uh, Originally, I summarized the question, how to make more money. There's a lot of ways to have more money than just making it, okay? And I'll hint to that in the answer here. Specifically, the question is I've been doing affirmations and focusing on end results regarding my finances. I am deeply in credit card debt, and while I have thankfully been able to make payments in excess of regular payments, I feel like I'm treading water. I am semi-retired, have a small part-time job, and I'm looking for more work. What am I missing? My dream is to be debt-free. You're not necessarily missing anything. So often in life, we want something, don't have it. Assume something's wrong. Want something, don't have it for years, maybe decades. Assume something's wrong. Don't assume something's wrong. Yes, ask questions. Go within. Self-reflect. Do some journaling. Continue to brush up on all your visualizing, creative uh, manifesting skills, baby steps, affirmations. You're doing all of that. You're doing a lot right, but do not assume that something is wrong. You often, folks will often assume, I want it, don't have it, must be self-sabotage, must be an invisible limiting belief. It might be those things, but as soon as you claim or lean into something's wrong with me, something becomes wrong with you. And it may not have been the original issue. The original issue may have been priorities. The original issue may be something that was slowly being eroded away as you've come more into the light. And now you're just on the cusp of it. You're a breath away. But as soon as you're like, oh my gosh, it's been forever that I've had debt or I've been alone or I've been depressed. The universe is checking. I heard that. You know, how am I going to lose weight? You know, I can't lose weight. I heard you the first 7,416 times. We're on it. And it wasn't even the original issue. It was priorities. It was love for your family. It was being a good parent, guardian, whatever you may have been, and whatever you may still be. And the erosion was taking place like clockwork as you come into the light, and everything's okay. Tomorrow's going to be that big phone call that's going to turn everything, so long as you don't sabotage by thinking that you're self-sabotaging. All right, so that's the first little bit. The second bit, and it sounds like you're doing this to a degree, very often when we have this one thing that we really want, I need my partner, I need money, I need whatever, my job, my career, my purpose, we focus on it to the exclusion of all else. And we focus on what's missing or what's not right to the exclusion of all else. I don't think you're doing this. I love that you're paying a little bit more than the minimum on all of your revolving credit card debts. That's a powerful demonstration. That's power to begin with, but there's so much more going on in life. And, and first step, instead of focusing on the debt, not that that's your only focus, focus on the cash. Focus on the income, focus on the possibilities, focus on what it would be like to all of a sudden be debt free. What would you do first? Okay, And then, not just eliminate or reduce the focus on debt, you gotta have some focus there, that's being responsible. And not only just focus more on surplus, but focus more on all of the other radiant, awesome areas of your life. Like I said two days ago, you live in a candy store. And there's so much more to you than your financial situation. And by seeing how much more there is to you and looking at all of the other areas that you can thrive and grow in will take pressure off of that one area of finances that perhaps sucks too much of your energy and attention away from other things you could be focusing on. And finally, in addition to the affirmations, the creative visualization, the vision boards, all of those are rocket fuel. In addition to those, and you've already <clears throat> suggested you're doing this, continue to knock on doors for wealth and abundance, for being debt-free. What other things can you possibly do? Would it make sense to let go of the part-time job and find more of a career? Would it make sense to keep the part-time job because you have great friends there and look as you are for a second job? But let this second job really be money-oriented. There's nothing wrong with a money focus. I can remember starting out 21 years ago, and while I wanted my whole life to bloom because nothing was blooming, I was keenly aware that I needed to make some money or I would lose my house. I wasn't on the verge of losing my house. I had a almost two years surplus, but it felt like doomsday at the time, and I knew that if I didn't figure it out, and two years is not necessarily a whole ton of time, to establish a rocking career that I would not be able to make my thousands and thousands of dollar monthly mortgage payments. And during those two years, the money in my reserves went down like this all the way to zero, all the way to zero. So it might sound like I had some leisure there, but, but no, continue knocking on doors and let money be part of the equation. I think this is responsible. This is not greedy. This is not being materialistic. Look, as the universe once said in a note, you know, there is only spirit for material things. It's even more spiritual because you focus so much attention and energy there that it's shown up in your life as physical form. There's only spirit. And if you have a priority for money, there is no shame in that. So when you're formulating what doors to knock on, while you ought to consider your strengths and your loves, um, the fun that you're going to have or likely will have, then be thinking, allow yourself to have that focus on money, okay? As well as those other things. So uh, for me, it was like, you know, I can write notes from the universe for free and uh, you know, I can create a website where people meet each other and it was for free. What else can I do? Well, what do people who love espousing on the nature of reality do that make money? And I could hardly think of anything except professional speaking, which terrified me, which was not my joy, which was not my bliss. And I was not otherwise drawn to it except for money. But I saw that it would give me the opportunity to do something I love. And if I could get over the irrational fear of speaking in public, it's, I mean, all fears are irrational, right? And if you've got a fear in front of you, it means keep on going right on through it. It doesn't mean turn tail and run the other direction. So in your unique situation, what are some of the more logical things you could do to move towards money that you've got fear saying, no, I don't need to do that because there's a law of attraction and the universe is conspiring on my behalf. Push into that. Lean into that. Go to where you have maybe never gone before. Maybe you like the nature of reality. Maybe you like all this spiritual woo-woo. Maybe you have thought, well, where could I begin? Mike Dooley's already doing it. I used to think, where should I begin? Wayne Dyer's already doing it. Deepak Chopra's already doing it. Mariana Williamson's already doing it. Who the hell am I to talk about the nature of reality when my life is in the toilet? So I was so scared, I continued to speak and speak more. You can do this at a unity church. You can do this in a safe environment. I'm not saying you should go be a speaker, but the world is waking up. And if you resonate with spiritual ideas, go hitch your uh, wagon to a star. Maybe somebody doing what you are fascinated with needs some help. Um, And you can learn the ropes um, kind of as a protege, as a, a mentee and Make sure that money is part of the equation. Don't go do it for free. You don't have that luxury right now. Set the bar high and insist on it. So approach these other areas that you maybe have been too intimidated to approach earlier than before. And <clears throat> I would also say, while you dream of living, because you know there's dwelling on debt, there's dwelling on cash, that's better. Then there's dwelling on living and all else, as I said while you dwell on living, don't be thinking, Oh, but that has a price tag. A lot of the things you could also be doing to expand your life right now. Don't have a price tag. The best things are free. So be diversifying your life as I was speaking to earlier so that the focus is not just on money. You know, you're still going to knock on those doors, diversify your life and lean into some brand new areas, lean into, um, just as you would for creating money, what else could you be doing that you have never done before that that might thrill you, tickle you, um, expand your horizons? Really, much of this message is all about diversification, which is all about changing your definition of you. And when you change your definition of you, you create cracks, if you will, in the mold through which abundance, your high priority, can find you. Change who you are and the circumstances of your life will change and continue to visualize yourself debt-free, in control, financially well off, and with all these other things you're doing, thy will shall be done. Jumbo fellow adventurers, it's Mike Dooley time for a spiritual tune-up and then some really good fun news. Today's question applies to absolutely everybody because we're always starting something new, right? Mike, how to jumpstart the next chapter of your life, my life, their life, okay? Now, this question very frequently comes to me from somebody moving beyond trauma, somebody who's raised, A child or two and suddenly they're on their own. Somebody who has spent the last year or 10 years caring for an elderly parent. Uh, Somebody moving into retirement. A new college or high school graduate or dropout. Uh, It applies to absolutely everyone. We're always starting something new. I've got a few pointers, uh, two steps to take that are guaranteed foolproof, and then the, the big announcement. All right. First, no matter what your situation, this may be obvious to some, but not so obvious to caregivers. Self-care is number one. You cannot possibly be all that you can be if you don't take care of yourself. And this is not being selfish. Our primitive society has conditioned us to put the needs of others before our own. Baloney, that is is anti-life. Now there's a great place for service and if it's done on your terms as was the case for child rearing or taking care of parents you know more power to you and now the slate is clean. Now it's time to take stock. Care for yourself. Know what your priorities are. This is not decadent. This is not indulgent. This is the most important thing you can do. This doesn't mean you're going to go crazy. This doesn't mean you're going to Um, you know, be spiteful to other people. Self-care properly done. Selfishness properly done automatically takes into account those you love. You know, if you didn't do that, if you didn't take into account those you love, you'd be burning bridges and it's going to blow up in your face. How selfish was that? Self-care and selfishness properly defined automatically takes into consideration others but it does not discount yourself. I call it selfish service. Okay, do it on your terms, in your way, when you have your own rock, your own stability. How do you get there? You just follow your heart, follow your intuitions, take a nap, do the things you wanna do while simultaneously getting the gears ready, I'm about to give you the steps, to blast off in your own right. And then you will be a shining light on the darkened paths of others. If this is your place and you're transitioning into something new and you don't even know what it is, while it's important to have self-care, it is also important to accept the past. This is particularly geared to those who have are just about to move beyond trauma. Accept it, don't deny it, don't resist it. It happened, it's going to play to your greater good. There's no chance, there's no coincidences, there's no bad luck, okay? You went through what you went through because you accepted an invitation to raise the bar higher, higher, higher. And you cannot raise it too high as the note from the universe said today. Don't, you do not have to understand why. You do not have to pick it apart. You do not have to dissect it. It was not your fault. Fault is a word that does not make sense in a spiritually wise conversation. We're all creators, we're all co-creators, we create intentionally, we create unintentionally, and everything plays to our greater good. It was what it was, it will serve you, okay? It will serve you, and do not feel handicapped or disadvantaged. I just talked about this last week. Too often people who have come from a very trying, maybe violent situation, feel they are marked for the rest of their life and they always call back to that situation. Well, what happened to me when I was 12 years old? No wonder I have no self-confidence. No wonder I don't like crowds. No wonder, um, I'm kind of a passive person, whatever, whatever. What's the word introvert. People love to call themselves introverts. We're all introverts. Okay. Uh, But we all have the ability to move beyond that and do not think that you are marked because of what happened last week, last year. 20 20 years ago, everyone has low self-confidence. Everyone is looking for their place. Everyone feels damaged. Everyone feels a little bit lost. You're not different in that regard. While what you went through, I can't imagine, and I'm not speaking from experience, but I can tell you that the level, the playing field is more level than you realize. People have their own demons. Maybe something very little happened to somebody else and something traumatic happened to you, but to them it was really big. Everyone is dealing with walking on eggshells. So do not feel disadvantaged. It will serve you in ways that you will be grateful for before you even realize it. But do not try to dissect it, just accept it. Do not try to banish it from your thinking, that doesn't work, it's gonna always be there. But as you get your life going and you're diversified, it will be relegated to such a small part in the background, you'll hardly give a damn about it. You'll even be grateful for it. So do not try to be whitewashing your mind. Do not try to be pretending it didn't happen. Accept it. It's going to play to your greater good. The third thing, don't resist the present moment, nor Think that you're disadvantaged again because you know you're starting all over and oh my gosh maybe you're 70 years old maybe you're 30 years old however old you are you think you're old you're not old (laughs) Um, but do not feel like gosh I want so much and I have so little where do I begin oh my gosh everyone else seems to be riding their bike and they've got momentum they're struggling like I just told you and you're advantaged you have an advantage You have a clean slate. Don't buy into all the the garbage about limitations and age and nobody hires. Oh, that's such a bunch of crap. It's all here. Anybody who runs a business, who sees you show up with a light step uh, and an eager smile, ready to do the work, you're hired. You're hired. And when you show up every day like that, you're raised, you're promoted. Life lifts you free from that which you embrace. Okay, So even if it's the yucky, ugly stuff and a job you don't really like, when you master it, life lifts you free from it. Do not feel disadvantaged because you're starting over. Everyone starts over every single day. And do not feel disadvantaged because, oh, you want it and don't have it. Oh my gosh, how can I think about it if I don't have it? I have the opposite of it. I have bill collectors, I have trauma, I have you know, kids I thought were raised, but now they're not raised. I have parents who, you know, whatever. You have all you need to move forward in the greatest of ways. And just because you don't now have what you want, and maybe you've wanted it forever, as I've often said, that does not mean something's wrong. We talked about this yesterday. Just because you want it and don't have it, no matter how long that span has been, doesn't mean it's not coming tonight, tonight, tomorrow, until you start bad-mouthing yourself, I'm disadvantaged, Uh, you know, it doesn't work for me, it works for everybody else, then the universe is like, you keep playing that song, I'm I'm doing the best I can, you're not gonna get a breakthrough. Start changing your words, it's easy. It's getting easier. I know exactly what I'm doing. Say that when you don't know what you're doing. I have total clarity. Say that when you don't have total clarity. Everything I touch turns to gold. Say that even when you have deep credit card debt. Everything I touch turns to gold. It's so easy, it's so fun, I love my life, I have free time, I have lots of friends. Say these things especially when they're not true. That's how they became true before because you were saying the opposite. Oh, uh, I'm an introvert, oh, you know, I'm too shy. Oh, it's like, ah, stop it. You're a divine creator for whom all things are possible and you are at a crossroads in your life right now that you will be doing a happy dance about in in the near, near future. All right, so here's what I wanted to share with you as my two steps. These are my golden two steps. I've shared them for almost two decades where I equate the parallels between GPS navigation, many of you have heard this before, and the miraculous mechanics of manifestation, the logistics of mystics. So you, it's so totally you. Number one, just like GPS manifests, Just like GPS guidance, when you want to craft change and you've got a clean slate before you, know what you want, the desired end result, AKA the destination. You don't tell your car how you're gonna get there because you don't know how you're gonna get there. And it knows where you are because of the constant GPS signals. You simply tell it where you wanna go. And so right now you're starting fresh, you're starting new. Know, maybe even make a list, what you want know in your heart what you want now from the next chapter of your life and if you're drawing a blank choose happiness that applies to everybody choose happiness and if you've got it within you pick a few priorities i want happiness and wealth and abundance i want happiness and a travel partner i want happiness and uh, healing whatever it is know what you want Make a list of those things that you want. Those are your destinations. They are not your hows, okay? They are not your hows. Where do you wanna be? Not how are you gonna get there. That is step one. Number two, when you're in your GPS-guided car, drive, put it in gear. If your car's in parked, if your life is parked, you will never arrive to the life of your dreams never it doesn't happen you can't sit around on your couch waiting for oprah to call making a vision board 24 7. that helps that's good and expect oprah's call but put your car in gear but i don't know which way to go guidance is only forthcoming after you put your car in gear first you program the system and what do you hear crickets right? Crickets. The system doesn't talk to you in your car, but you put your car in gear. You can't go the wrong way. Make a legal U-turn. Guidance is only forthcoming through intuition, through coincidences. Ain't no such thing. Serendipities. Oh my, somebody just told me about a trade show this weekend. It's about macrame and and knitting and I'm going to go. And when you go to that trade show, you're going to meet somebody who's going to be talking to somebody else about real estate investment, and you're going to be, that's perfect for me. I can do the Airbnb and I'll be a super host or whatever. All these series of serendipities are unleashed when you start driving, even if you go down the wrong road. And as I love to say, the road you start out on is never the road you arrive on, which means to the uneducated, the road you start out on is the wrong road. You're going to start out on the wrong road. Start anyway. Remember, we live in paradise. We live in a candy store. So just start driving and start waving to people and and let your spirit shine forth as you take care of yourself. And go get some Starbucks and, and enjoy the journey. You live your life in wonderland. So who cares if it's the dang wrong road? Who cares about the silly destination? It's the journey, after all, made possible by destination. So go ahead and have your destinations. Everyone can choose happiness if they're drawing a complete blank there. Those are the two steps. Destination, take action. Destination, show up. Even down the sucky dirt path, which will invariably lead to the diamond mine. Okay, mine, not mind. Okay, now there are two little caveats here to the GPS analogy that are so simple, but critical to understand so that you don't feel lost or deflated or lose your momentum. Caveat number one, understand that the miracles of progress and a GPS guided destination, the miracles of progress towards your own manifestation are almost always 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 invisible completely invisible until the dream comes true until you arrive to south beach miami baby every left and right hand turn you took was not south beach everything seemed cuckoo nothing made sense there was a time even though you were driving from jacksonville or georgia and you were going south there's a few times and a few detours when your car was going north If you had drawn the conclusion it doesn't work for me now i'm going north it works for everybody else i better go home and watch the secret 30 more days in a row you never would have arrived it always works it never fails every day you get closer every day it gets easier so know that in this journey that you're about to take down the sucky dirt path okay it's going to look weird it's not going to look like your destination But the miracles are invisible until after you arrive and you're like, hallelujah, thank God I didn't go into the alligator alley. Thank God I missed the Everglades. Thank God I turned left when I wanted to turn right because the system was nudging me to the left. The miracles are invisible. Just because you can't see them does not mean they're not happening. The other caveat, and it's not even a caveat, it's kind of common sense. When it comes to equating the miraculous mechanics of manifestation to GPS navigation, understand that it is a very slippery slope. If you start out and your priorities, your self-care, your dream hinges on the whim of a specific person. I want Romeo to love me back. I want Gertrude or Trixie to love me the way I love them. If your dream depends on a specific person, underline the word specific, people are okay. Specific people, not. If they depend on a specific person, you're giving all of your power away and that dream might not ever come true. The same is true if you're attaching to how my dream will come true. I'm going to go south on A1A no matter what. Well, guess what? The hurricane washed the road out. Now you can't go south on A1A the whole way. You're gonna have to take a detour or you're never gonna arrive and your dream will not come true. Do not get rigid in your thinking with how my dream will come true. I want wealth and abundance. I'll write a book, it'll be a bestseller. Hey, wealth and abundance can come to you a lot of ways. Go ahead and write the book and knock on that door, but do other things too and don't attach to any one way. Do not attach to the cursed hows. They become cursed only when you attach to them. There will be a story of how my dream came true one day. There's nothing wrong with how's. There's nothing wrong with who's until in the beginning of the journey you insist or attach to them. So don't attach to who's, specific who's, don't attach to specific how's, and don't attach to unimportant details. These three points, the Bermuda Triangle of Manifestation, where your dream may not come true, And if it does, you may regret it. That's the Bermuda Triangle. Unimportant details is the third point and all details are unimportant. All details, including when, including where. Okay. So the who's, the how's, the where's, the when's, you can have an idea. You can say, this is my one year plan. This is my five year plan, but don't attach, be loose, allow, flow, enjoy the journey through Candyland. All right. So don't attach to those things. I wish I could go on and I can, because here's the good news. I'm going to offer. It's now available. The seven day creative visualization adventure. So if you like this GPS analogy, let me blow it up bigger and let me show you all of the moving parts. Let me show you your role versus what the universe's role is. Let me go into creative visualization. Let me share with you what I've been doing for 40 years that has led to the life of my dreams many times over. In just seven days, uh, no, in just two weeks, four seven days, we are kicking off at a price you choose the seven day creative visualization adventure. Perfect for people starting over. Perfect for people just starting out. Perfect for every single person. If you're not doing creative visualization every single day, you will after this adventure for a price you choose. This is a brand new course. It has never been offered. Um, you'll hear things about my GPS navigation. If you follow followed me a long time, you may hear You may have heard some of it before, but there's brand new exercises, two workshops, seven days in a row. I'm going to kick your visualization session off. You're going to rock this world. You're going to rock this life. There you have it, fellow podcast listener. Now, let's stay in the zone. If you haven't already, please visit my website, tut.com, where you can sign up, along with one million other subscribers, for my free daily notes the universe. You can also find out about my infinite possibility membership for a price you choose. Every single Tuesday, I do a live broadcast, a 30 minute mini manifesting workshop. Members have access to the last 52 mini manifesting workshops. So check it out. And if you have a moment and these podcasts move you, I would be deeply grateful for a review at the Apple podcast platform. Go to tut.com, look for spiritual tune-ups, look for the link for podcasts. If you send us a screen grab of your published review at Apple, we've got a very special bonus waiting for you. Check out the links, read all about it. Thanks for being here, and I'll see you on the next podcast installment.